This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Joy and gladness will forever be part of our lives. We live to praise Him. Hallelujah. When it comes to God, we are excited. <laughs> Let us read that scripture again. Psalm 37 verse 4. Very powerful scripture. Delight thyself also in the Lord. And what will happen... Say it again. Delight yourself in the Lord. What is the meaning of delight? How many people enjoy God? <laughs> Glory to God. You love Him so much and you enjoy Him. Now, I want to read First, uh, uh, first John 4 17. In love with my father, in love with God. Somebody wrote a song, Sweet Holy Spirit, I'm in love, I'm in love, I'm in love, I'm in love. Aaron is our love made perfect. That we may have boldness in the day of judgment because as he is, so are we in this world. Let's read a passage of the Bible this afternoon that will be a blessing to us. Second Samuel chapter 7. You can know the Bible you and if you want to look at the screen, let's read Second Samuel chapter 7. I'm going to start from verse 1. Amen. The Bible says, Eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, it has not entered into the heart of men the things that God has prepared for those who love him. And first service, I said, love is measured by the amount of time you spend with what you love. If you love betting, you keep betting. Some like um, computer game, football, soccer. And they play and play and play. And then, whatever you love, you'll find time for. And whatever you love, you'll spend resources on. Those two things, they are very important. Uh, I was going to ask this Ola for that song. I was walking around the compound some days ago in the evening praying, and they were singing the song on the speakers. It's a combination of English and I was asked some, right? Uh, so, <laughs> amen. Keep playing it. I love this song. Are you with me? It came to pass when the king sat in his house and the Lord had given him rest round about from all his enemies. Verse 2. You know, and the king said to Nathan the prophet, See now, I dwell in a house of cedar 
but the ark of God dwelleth within curtains. And Nathan said, Go do all that is in thy heart, for the Lord is with thee. Please, I will ask us to read this together as in pay attention. Now, it came to pass that night that the word of the Lord came unto Nathan, saying, Go tell my servant David, Thus said the Lord, Shall thou build me a house for me to dwell in? Whereas I have not dwelt in any house since the time that I brought up the children of Israel out of Egypt, even to this day. But I have walked in a tent and in a tabernacle. In all the places wherein I have walked with all the children of Israel, Speak out a word with any of the tribes of Israel whom I commanded to feed my people. Israel saying, Why build ye not me a house of cedar? Now therefore say, Thou shalt say to my servant, They will not the Lord of hosts. I took thee from the sheep coat, from following sheep to be ruler over my people, over Israel. I was with thee, whithersoever thou wentest, and cut off all thy enemies out of thy sight. I have made thee a great name like the name of the great men that are upon the face of the earth. May the Lord give you a great name. When they mention names, captains of industries, names of people who have come to the face of the earth, people will live, but then their marks will continue to speak after they are long gone. May you be among such people. May people recognize, honor, respect, and favor your children because of your achievements. Amen. May your name outlive you. Amen. God said to David, I gave you a name like one of the names of the great men of the earth. And then, moreover, I will appoint a place for my people Israel, and I will plant them, and then so on. Verse 11. And since that time, verse 12, but you understand the picture now. When thy days are fulfilled, thou shalt sleep with thy fathers, and will set up thy seed after thee, which shall proceed out of thy bowen, and will establish his kingdom. Next verse. He shall build a house for my name, and will establish the throne forever, of his kingdom forever. And will be his father, he shall be my son, if he commit iniquity. And we chasten it with the rod of men, with the stripes of the children of men. One day we talk about this rod of men. Rod of men. May you not be beaten by the rod of men. That's when they take your name and drag you. Rod of men. But God said to David that, see, if you're going to have a son, I'm going to be sure that the kingdom remains with your son if he fumbles if he messes up i will make men to whip him or use men as a whip but my loving kindness verse 15 my mercy shall not depart from him i will not take it away as i took it away from saul saul died and so jonathan is couldn't become king God said, I see, I once gave my mercy to Saul, but I took it. He said, but David, that shall not happen to you. But something led to this, all these bogus promises, these outstanding promises. Before I ask us to see, we'll come back to this scripture. Let's read Psalm 89. Psalm 89. 
what is the quality of your heart towards God? I will sing of mercies of the Lord forever. With my mouth, I will make known thy faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Thy faithfulness shall thou establish in, in, the, in the very heavens. I have made a covenant with my chosen. I have sworn to David my servants. Thy seed will I establish forever. Build up thy name, thy throne to all generations. And the heaven shall praise thy wonder, Lord, thy faithfulness. Go on. For whom heaven, go on. Verse 7. 8. 9. I want to get to where he said that the sons of the wicked will not outweigh him. What verse is that? The same Psalm 89. Keep going down. Now, what verse is that? If you verse 22. So let's start from 20. 20. I have found David my servant. With my only oil have I anointed him. With whom my hand shall be established, my arm also shall strengthen him. The enemy shall not exert upon him, nor the sons of wickedness afflict him. 23. I will beat down his foes before him and plague them that hate him. Hating him ordinarily is a problem. Even if you have not attacked him, just by hating him, plague will start. What a man. Have your seat. Thank you. Glory to God. Ah, there were not too many people that God said this to in Old Testament. I just read a passage to you that triggered this thing before. Something happened that led to this thing. David became king. Ah, when it comes to loving God, spending time with him is important gratitude is extremely important you can never enjoy God if you are not grateful for his hands upon you and I want to begin to call our attention to things you know sometimes they read testimonies some don't clap you think clapping all those things while you are so busy about what you want God to do I told them this on Wednesday and I want to say it again. Numbers 23, 19 says God is not a man. It's as direct as that God is not a man. He is not a man. When you approach a man looking serious, he takes you seriously. When you approach God looking serious, he blocks you. Enter his presence with singing. That's what the Bible says. It means a lot to God. Your attitude towards him. What God gave it all these blessings is what we are talking about today. Falling in love with your heavenly father. In love with God. As soon as they crown this guy king, even if we were God, what would you do? The Bible says God gave him rest on every side. When people have rest on every side, they begin to sin and begin to become arrogant. But not David. As soon as he sat in his house and there was no more war, the first question that proceeded out of his mouth. So now I dwell in a fantastic house 
why is the ark of god in a tent why i dwell in a house and god began to tell moses that do you know david that do you know i have been dwelling in tents for years and i've never asked anybody to build me a house but what 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 surprise you how did you come up with this idea that you want to build something for me a quality heart god did not call david a perfect man but david's heart was perfect towards god i have discovered that those who love god their mistakes are always covered by god he can punish he can discipline them like a father does to a child but he takes care of them and he does not let his bill david had this thing he was a man of the old covenant who operated the principles of the new covenant it was david that said that sacrifice and burnt offering you don't want in old testament when it was all about sacrifice and offering he said but a broken spirit you will not reject it was a revelation that nobody had access to that this guy functioning he entered the temple and he held the bread meant for priests in those days they will stone you to death but there was a revelation that david had that was higher i saw the lord beside me said i saw the lord my right hand sit till i make your enemy your footstool. he was talking about jesus christ and then in psalm 72 also a king will reign in righteousness he was talking about solomon and also about jesus he said in his days the righteous will flourish he said to him will be given the gold of sheba and when solomon became king the queen of sheba came truly queen of sheba never came to solomon or to david but they came to the time of solomon it was prophesied by david a man who was a king and a priest at the same time before god will allow no other person to occupy that but aaron was a king a priest some other people were kings but david was given the ability to function in the two the reason because only under the new covenant have we become kings and priests to our god but david did it in old testament because god loved him so much that god began to let him taste some of the goodies of the new testament under the old covenant because eyes have not seen ears have not heard it has not entered into the heart of men the things that god has prepared for those who love him first Corinthians two nine. when god is when god finds out that you are the is at the center of your heart i and this is the call that i'm led to call the church to today there are christians who use god he will not complain even if you use man after a while they will know that you are using them if you always talk to people you always go to meet them only when you need something only when you need something see except you are dealing with an unintelligent person every intelligent person knows why you are in their lives this is why in african magic when they have some women to pack out of the house it's only a box they take but they brought a bus and a bus they must go with A guy is 35 he's not a multi-millionaire and you feel lucky that he's dating you sometimes you will not even ask a question what has happened to him between 22 and 34 all of a sudden you are feeling lucky he's paying all your bills buying everything for you it, 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 love can happen that way. i'm not saying it's impossible to happen that way but many times just ask the right question and it's know this for sure people can tell your contributions to their life 
Some might not need money from you, but it can tell if you are truly useful or not. If you're occupying a space that can easily be deleted or a space that if he should delete, he will delete himself as well. It is very easy for some men to say bye-bye to some women, but there are women that if you want to say bye-bye to them, your life will actually break. You will have to trust God to rebuild again because of the single role that they have come to play in your life. Make yourself indispensable. Not just occupying space. Anyway, it's not marriage seminar. Let's just stop there. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you with me? Glory to God. You know, oh God. I began, first service, I mentioned the fact that my, I, I don't know whether false fruit is a doctrine or not a doctrine. We don't teach it here as a doctrine or we don't talk about it. We don't have people to practice it. We don't. But what I find amusing, what I said first time, is the fact that a believer gets a job, is going to be on that job for six years, and he finds it hard to give God his first salary. Please, I'm not preaching Dutch. It just is it's an amazement to me that I'm going to have 12 months every year and now six years on a job. So I'm going to receive break 12 times six salary and I can't give one. It, it, it beats my imagination that they pay me the first salary and the first thing I want to buy is tie and shirts. It's amazing. What, what, what God saw in David, this art, this rare, this uncommon art for God. God never told him to build him anything. He just sat down in his house and he said, why am I in this beautiful mansion? And the Ark of Covenant is in the tents. And God said, Nathan, go and tell that boy. For thinking like that at all, he said, you know what? By divine arrangement, you are not the one to build the house. Why? You have shed too much blood. You killed too many people. You fought war. And God was trying to demonstrate the arrival of the Prince of Peace. So he said, the temple that must be built, and now we are the temple of God, must be a temple of peace. So Solomon did not fight. fight because he didn't fight. That was why he was marrying all women. When there was nothing to do. Maybe God should have allowed them to fight some battles. So, so first marries, marry 300, later 700. I mean, he was just, and, and Solomon could tell the names of all the wives. 1,000 women, Rachel, Jessica, Funke, all of them were in his house. One man. And he had a roster. Tuesday. You, only Tuesday, say in January. So, some wives will only be with him once in two years or three years. And they kept marrying him. An amazing man. But I can understand also, apart from very wealthy, he was a poet. He wrote, no, I wrote songs of Solomon. So the way he will talk, women will love it. Thou art more beautiful than fairer than... He said all those things. So that was how he was winning all of them. <laughs> Amen. He didn't fight. So he had too much time. What the Bible says... Solomon will build but God said tell David my servants you thought about this it was from there that where we read in Psalm 89 came out that God swore 
that I will beat down your foes before you. He said, I have anointed, I found my sour David. He said, with my oil, he said, the sons of the wicked, they will not outwit. So, David, you will outlive all your enemies. And that was what happened. Even Joabis army chief that turned against him ended up dying anyhow. Solomon killed him. And just told Amasar to kill him. Or what's the name of the other guy that killed him? God gave that word to David. The question is, even though David was saying, God is still looking for people who have allowed them to be at the center of their hearts. Meaning that your time and your resources. God first before any other thing. The men that David trained were the ones that wrote the remaining part of Psalm. All of them must have written, I was glad when they said, David told them, when did they get that from? They saw when David's son died. And the day they announced that the boy died, went to the temple to worship God. Everybody was like, what kind of man? What kind of man? What kind of man? And God said, that, you know what? I know the errors of this man, but I have chosen David. I have chosen David. Glory to God. Is he still swearing on families? Yes. Is he still giving unusual covenant? We have a covenant in Christ. God had a covenant with Jesus and that covenant produced us. But individually, God can still speak an oath over your life. It is good that a Christian begins to live a life that live under God's oath. God says something to your family specifically. That thing will never break. It will never. A pastor was saying that when he went to Israel, some said they wanted to see the tomb of Lazarus. Some said they wanted to see this. He said he just read in his Bible when God told the prophet Jeremiah Ezekiel to call the Rechabites. There is a there was a family in the Bible called the Rechabites in those days. Their father told them not to drink wine, not to have any property. And God told the prophet that tempt them, call them as a prophet, and say that you know what. I want to give you part. I want to, and they said, No, our father told us. If you find that story, just check Rechab, Rechabites, either Ezekiel or Jeremiah. And they said, Our father told us not to have any property. I want to show you, please. I need that scripture. I, I might just stop in a while, please. Um, if you have a concordance, be just help me with my, my Bible. I have a concordance on my tab. Let me check. If you find it before me, let me know. Jeremiah, what? Okay, no. Jeremiah 35. It's okay. Let, give me Jeremiah 35. Are you with me? The word Lord came on to uh, verse 2. I don't know where their story begins from. Where, where. Now, go to the house of Rechabite, Rechabite, and speak to them. Bring them into the house of the Lord, into one of the chambers, and give them wine to drink. Can you imagine God? Asking the prophet to tempt family. He said, invite them to church. Take them to pastor's office. <laughs> There's no wine in my office anyway. I'm just saying, <laughs> give them wine. Verse 3. <laughs> then I took Jezebel, the son of Jeremiah, then and then brethren and all the sons, the whole house of the Rechabites. Verse 4. And I brought them to the house of the Lord, into the chamber of the sons of Anna, the son of a man of God. Wow. Next verse. And I sat before the sons of the house of the Rechabite, pot full of wine, and, come, and I said, Drink ye wine. 
And they said, we will not drink. For Jonadab, the son of Rechab, our father commanded us, saying, you shall drink no wine, neither ye nor your sons forever. Neither shall you build house. I don't like this second part. Nor sow seed. <laughs> should not build house. Nor plant vineyard. Nor have any. But all your days you shall dwell in tents, that you may live many days in the land where you be strangers. He told them because they were strangers. Said, By the time you start building, sons of the land will fight you. He says, if you want to live long, avoid properties in this land. Verse 8. Thus we have obeyed the voice of Jonadab, the son of Rechab, our father, in all that he charged us. Verse 9. Verse 10. But we have dwelt in tents. 11. It came to pass, verse, I want where God now told Jeremiah something about them. Then came the word of the Lord to Jeremiah, saying, Thus hear the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, go tell the men of Judah, the inhabitants of Jerusalem, will you not receive instruction to hearken to my words? Hear the Lord. The word of Jonadab, the son of Rechab, said, His sons listen to him. Listen to me that way. Verse 15. I have said before the servants, I want where God gave them a promise that I will make them an everlasting house, something like that. Give me that verse. And Jeremiah said to the house of Rechab, I don't say the Lord God of Israel, because you have obeyed the commandment of Jonadab your father and kept his precepts and done according to all he commanded you. Verse 19. Therefore, don't say Lord, the Lord of God of Israel, Jonadab the son of Rechab shall not want a man to stand before me forever. 20. Imagine a word. God said because they obeyed their father. So this man said they go to Israel recently. And he asked for the house of Rechab. Jonadab. Up till now, the Rechabite building is still standing in Israel. After over 4,000 years. You see, God's word, they don't fail. Hallelujah. When God says something, it stays forever. There is confessing the word which we must do. There is also a stage in your life where God gives an oath concerning you. This one is always provoked by a, an unusual demonstration of love for God. God is love and he wants to be loved. He wants to be loved. He wants people to take delights in, in him. Enjoy him. Have a relationship with him. Love him. Glory to God. David from generation to generation continued to rule Judah because of this experience. I want to show you something again. And I will close with this. I have discovered this is why I say that when it comes to God, be passionate about what you do. I came early hours of this morning. I came quarter to six. And I was walking around and I noticed the head of car park parked his amazing beautiful bands out there already arranging the cones. See. God sees in Matthew 25 
he said i was hungry you fed me on that day the king will say thank you to some people but right here or not the king knows those who love him those who love him genuinely those who love him and it will reflect in how you deal with the kingdom there was this pastor is a very popular pastor in Nigeria. i don't want to mention his name they were to sell a church to a to some a group of muslims in in, in europe no, they are selling churches they're building museum they didn't need a church in that area he paid millions of dollars to buy and he gave another church is how can i be here and they are selling church and i do nothing about it nehemiah was already loved by the king enjoying himself in the palace but the day they told him that the gate of jerusalem was burned down he became sick immediately men who love god that don't hear anything about god it affects you god sometimes i hear that they kill christians in the north and i lose appetites too many christians are concerned about themselves only and god understand that kind of prayer every morning all your prayer protects me the contract is coming and our churches are filled with this kind of people it is when you want them to say the loudest amen let it be about their business god is truly concerned about your business but there is a shorter way and i'm just ready to you now delight yourself in the lord he will give you the desires of your heart the desires of your heart have you ever received a blank check from god before first service i showed them it happened to solomon before we did david let's just see that and then we we'll read about it. that first king chapter 3 again first king 3 are you following me and please remember as you are seated there this same thing can happen to you today we are not talking about things that will happen next there is a way you begin to live in the next one month what god begins to do we don't need this power again when we get to it which is needed here on earth verse 3 look at what, what just it's like he observes he gets it at attention anytime this happens the same day that david thought out of building him a house was the same day was the same night nathan was sent to david now look at this one also solomon loved the lord walking the south of david and so only he sacrificed and burnt incense in the high place verse 5 in gibeon the lord appeared to solomon in a dream by night and god said ask what i should give you solomon gave an unusual offering and that night god god appeared to solomon two times in the bible the second was first uh, second chapter seven or so appeared to solomon the second time and that time also solomon gave he gave times hundred of what he gave the first time and as he was about to god appeared again god was not being controlled by offering but a heart that pants after god moves god it does it does you know in my i don't talk about these things again you know in the early days or when the church was just about one year or so you know just why are you not in church they had a party on saturday so sunday becomes a day to rest and i just shake my head and human beings have a very good way of making us to begin to lose our fire of love for him nobody complains when you say you have an exam they don't say that your sister is sick and you can't stay with your sister cancel your exam when you say that the governor says i should come nobody will say that but your brother is not feeling fine don't leave me alone at home but i have seen people who almost beat up their son 
for going to church because bravo he just told the brother you know what i will go i'll wait for me after i'll come back and he only left and came back in one hour 30 minutes and the mother started and somebody asked the mom that if this boy went to see the governor would you be beating him like this and she kept quiet to them church so why what it is you hear people talk and people give each other you give their own money to church no you don't give to church you give to god are you following me you begin to discover that somehow you begin to spend time with god not because you really need something you are in your room and the lord said this to me last night tell them as they make up time for me i will begin to show them plants things are built in the spirits before they appear physically now there was a time all we had maybe savannah union bank in those days of us but in those days if you remember ancient times going to bank was punishment then no ac how many of you remember if you are too young you might not remember if you are less than 20 i follow my mom to bank the long queue bank staff would dress anyhow a new generation of bank came and they've changed even the old self they've changed also everything has changed there is a present way things are being done in different industries across nigeria now that in 10 years it won't be the same but the only spirit can show you what is going to happen in the days to come remember i've always used this example our former venue then the man told me that he bought it baba is 90. i think he said he bought the entire land maybe five acres or so maybe for ten thousand or so he said the old of toy street the old of toy street was a forest that time when they gave him the land do you know that there was a people who were paying rent monthly nobody knew at the time we come that property will become what they have become now i know for another person in Okwebi, if you see this high-rise building in Okwebi, now the last time a telecom approached him to buy the building they were negotiating for 1.5 and he was insisting on 3 billion about 3 billion he said he bought the land everything he bought it for 5,600 naira. nobody knew do you know that there was a time that when you talk of rich people in Lagos, you talk about Allen, not Lekki. The whole of Lekki was useless that time. See, the Spirit of God can show you what we happen. He said, tell them, as you spend time with God, He begins to show you things to come. He begins to download into your spirit what has been built already in the spirit realm that will happen physically in some years' time. Christians have that advantage. Say amen hallelujah glory to god the world will soon change from how we know it to be now things will evolve but the lord can show you he can show you hallelujah glory to god are you with me but that's why the bible says the secret of the lord is with them that fear him there are things hidden in God. He begins to reveal it to people when you come close. Jesus told parables publicly, but he explained everything when they were with him quietly. There must be a time you must be with him. He will tell you about your life. He will tell you about your family. He will tell you about your future. Then you begin to know that actually you are very important to God and then you are very important to this generation. Some don't know. It is in the destiny of every Christian to have a great name like the great men of the earth, regardless of the role you play in the body of Christ. Hallelujah. 
But it begins with what I'm sharing with us today. Quality hearts. Thinking God first. Thought lines that we touch the other world. My daughter, you are thinking like this. And God wants us to come up with this. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Blessed be your name. Love us. Let's read David. I will close. First Chronicles 29. First Chronicles 29. Are you with me? Please make up your mind today that forever you will never treat God. You will never be casual when it comes to God. Never. When you seek, it comes from your heart. Never again. Never. Not once. Furthermore, King said to all the congregation, Solomon, my son, whom alone God had chosen is yet young and tender, and the work is great. For the palace is not for man, but for the Lord. Verse 2. Now I have prepared with my mind for the house of God. They go for the things made of gold, silver for the things of silver, brass for the things of brass, iron for the things of iron, and all manner of precious stone. Verse 3. Moreover, because I have set my affection, that was the word I got my attention, to the house of my God, I have of my own proper good of gold and silver, which I have given to the house of God over and above all that are prepared for the holy house. Even 3,000 talents of gold, of the gold of Ophi. They did an estimate. Now, what's happening there? David was telling them that I'm about dying. God said, I am not the one to build the house. Even though I'm not building. He said, I am going to give. And he began to list. He said, I've given. He started listing what he gave. Somebody converted this to current amount. I can't remember the figure he led to. The bulk of the money for the temple of Solomon was given by David. Who was not going to witness the temple? He used one word, he said, affection. So when I hear about something going on in the house of God, it affects me. The best of me comes out. If that is you, something begins to happen to you. Yeah. Something begins to happen to you. On, uh, uh, during the week, Apostle Man called me and he was telling me certain things. And because of what we're just just and then he mentioned somebody in a country, mentioned someone in, in, in Dubai. It's a Nigerian there. It's a billionaire. It's a quiet person, but it's one of the richest in the world. And he, he was telling me how this person began. And when God saw this kind of heart in that person, God just opened and open and open and that is why he's doing what he's doing right now if there is a way to get every member of this church to have a personal covenant with God if I can pray that it should happen to you that God swears over you that as far as you are concerned when, once you cross that into that level there is nothing that bothers you again there are those that God has said to let the whole nation go into recession. It will not affect them. 
because there is an oath and God's word can never fail. Africa, I will worship the Lord for his word. There was name on that one. I remember when he came to Nigeria, I happened to be there. And he said that in 30 years or so, I, don't, I can't remember how many years he mentioned. He said not even <coughs> cough. And he proved it to everybody. And his band testified. 30 years. Not slight headache. Some of us use faith to deal with something. He didn't even have anything to use faith to deal with. When you are solidly strong, let's have someone said to when he was about 90 or so, that for 35 years, I have never felt any infirmity in my body. These things are available. Moses was 120, was still climbing mountain. Caleb said that when I was 40, that was when they spoke about it. He said, now I am 80. I am still as strong as I was 40 years ago. He said, give me this mountain. Let me waste those guys up there at 80. Some of these realms I'm talking about, people don't get them into by, you know, it's a, there are things you do. There is a way you recognize the love of God and you respond back that it touches God so much. I want to end this way. The question I'm asking the house today, has the Father conquered your hearts? Do you love him so much? When this happens to all Christians, in less than one year, we win the whole world. Why don't we evangelize? Why is it that some are very passionate about the things of God and some don't? Why? In the wilderness, Moses asked for offering. They came to the point that Moses said, it's enough. We don't need offering again. They over I don't see that happening. Aaron asked for offering and they gave us and he built calf. The same people, the same gold. Some of the things we give to God, if we don't, we give it to someone, something else. Yes. The same gold they used to make the tabernacle. Ark of Covenant was made with pure gold. Well, the same gold they used to make golden calf and they were worshipping. Hallelujah. That's what I want to say to the house today. If you serve in any unit in this church, do you do it joyfully? Why you will do it joyfully is what I've explained now. You love God so much, but you can't see God physically. So it is measured by the amount of time you spend, resources. Yes. What are you willing to do for God? How far can you go when it comes to God? How far can you go when it comes to God? Glory to God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yushkalava daraba salavara. Uliamande kesele mandalavara. Pakasus kudibarabasato gobos. You know, I don't want to possess anything that I can't give. If the Lord says I should give it. I do not think there is anything in my life right now. I don't think there is anything that my heart will shake if the Lord tells me to give. He has done that with me many times. That part of me has been broken forever. So my heart can't shake again by anything. 
as a matter of fact, if I ever buy or get something very expensive, I get with the mind that, Lord, I am getting this thing, but should you need it, I let go of it. The more you do that, this, and it's not a word of mouth, it will test what you have said. Because you can say it <laughs> and change your mind when it comes to that, but he knows. Do you know, as the church, you know, I told the time when I did service alone. I told you I was the only, only one in church. I did opening prayer myself. I did praise worship myself. And that was the first time Paul Shade came to church. She came in between. And I felt very embarrassed. I said, Lord, I was happy that I was the only one. You should have brought this first time out. When nine the following week or so, or the, the previous week, if she came and she saw nine, all of us were not married there, at least nine fine-looking guys, maybe she will stay. So who wants to attend the church where the pastor is the only member of the church? And I concluded on my way home that, Lord, why are you treating me like this? That I am sure she will never come back again. But not only, that, not only did she come back, she's a pastor here today. See, the ways of God, they are very... I thought she would... I mean, I didn't know... I, I, gave, I just said it in my head that she will never... A beautiful lady coming to her and saying the pastor is the only one singing around the altar. I was too sure that I said she won't come, but she came. And she was coming from first stack that time to Ikeja. And she came. And she found her husband in her midst later. <laughs> but her husband found her. Are you? I. But here's what I want to say. See, we will be nine, we'll be seven, we'll be six. But the moment we started increasing, and we got to 200 or 300 or I don't know how many were that time. I was praying one day and it came to me that I see a voice inside me or all around me just saying you have been able to prove because I just gave that year two cars. You have been able to prove that you are not attached to money. You have given me anything I ask you in terms of cash. But now you are happy. The only thing that you... Because the most, the most, what, what I derive the greatest excitement from. One day, we, 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 I, we, we did a publicity and I thought we were going to be 40 or 50 in church. But we were 21 that day. After the service, somebody gave me an amount that was different. I mean, it was huge. Honestly speaking, I was about to take a cab home. I, did have a, I, my, my, I was in my mom's car, but something happened to the car then. And I said to God, I wish instead of this money you brought 10 more people to church. I said money is not what I need. What gives me joy is to see more people listening to the word of God. And I said, Lord, I am not an ungrateful soul, but this is not what I need. I will get to and I will buy things with this or give it back. I said, but let's exchange this for souls. I prefer people to money. That's what I said to God. And that day I said to God that if I need to never to have a car, but to pastor a church that growing every day, I will pick that one to a car. And God knew I was serious about what I said. So, be careful what you say to God. Is hearing. So one day as I was leaning, I was just, it just came to tell me that now the church is growing and you are happy. And I said, yes. What if, if I tell you to step down right now and go elsewhere and let someone pastor the church? Sincerely, that one hits me. If he said that way, we're not going, I would have joyfully. You want to take it? 
But now what I've been praying for, they have started happening. And it's only asking a question. Can you give up? If I added this, can you step down and be a member and let someone else be the pastor? I didn't answer for some days. It's not every question you answer immediately. See, this is why we cannot glory in number. We rejoice, no doubt, when we fill up everywhere like this. I mean, we rejoice. But it must not cross certain boundaries that you begin to depend. David numbered the people and destruction came. You must be careful. Are you getting what I'm saying? Why was God asking? And finally, when I was able to say, Lord, if that is what you want, that is what I will do. He said, no. Just to get you to a point where you must detach from everything. I am your reward. I am the only one. I am the only thing that you should hold on to. Every other thing you can say bye-bye to. We are not yet there. It's a journey is taking all of us through. That God becomes the only person. The only person. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Is someone blessed this morning? Let's rise. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior, and from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. God bless you.